0: Top 10 things to do not to mess up a single family home rental or really any rental. So, number one, make sure you buy the property correct with the right numbers. That makes sense that it actually cash flows. And that goes into number two, which make sure to account for vacancy because you will have vacancy and you should always account for that depending on the market and depending on if it's like a single family or four units, whatever, that vacancy number is going to be different, right? So make sure you put that into the calculation. Number three, make sure to calculate your CapEx, capital expenditures into your numbers. Why is it so important? What's CapEx? The roof, the furnace, windows, all the high dollar items that you will need to replace eventually you need to set money aside for that. So depending on how old your roof is or your furnace, you should be setting aside for that money so that way when that furnace does break in five or 10 or however many years, depending on how old yours is, you have a reserve to fix that. Going along with the calculation, number four four, is make sure that you set aside reserves for maintenance. Things will break houses always break so set money aside for that and fifth which is very 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 important and a lot of people forget about all the time is make sure you set aside at least 10% for smaller stuff for the property management even if you manage it it doesn't matter you're not working for free don't act like you're gonna work for free a lot of people don't put that 10% aside because they're like oh I'll just manage it well if you need to hire a manager, a lot of people do that because they're like, oh, look, I'm making a 10% return. No, you're not. So make sure you put in the property management. It's super important. Even if you do it, people do this all the time. Don't work for free. This is the point of having rentals. Um, number five, six, six, <laughs> make sure that you have the correct licenses and uh, licenses or uh, certificates, right? Some houses require a rental certificate or rental cert and inspection from the city. So make sure you have that in place. Seven, make sure you have a good lease. And if you're using a property manager, make sure your property manager has a good lease. Just because they're a property manager doesn't mean they have a good lease, right? Pay the lawyer the few hundred dollars. You're gonna use it over and over again and it's gonna be really good. Number eight, Make sure that you have good insurance that covers you as a landlord, right? And that's the house, right? And on top of that, make sure to require that all your tenants also, this is like 8.5, make sure that all your tenants have renter's insurance because there is liability in those renter's insurances that covers you even further if your insurance doesn't cover it if something were to happen. So always, 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 always require tenants to have insurance. Number nine, screen your tenants very, 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 very well because the better the tenant, the better your outcome. Same thing with the property. If you manage it yourself, you screen them very well. Background check, credit check, all that stuff. If your property manager, if you have a property manager, make sure they are screening very, very, very well. Don't ever rush to fill a property i would rather have a vacant property than to rush and rent it out to the first guy that can fog a mirror that i'm gonna have to end up evicting because they're a bad tenant so don't ever rush to fill a unit very very important and number 10 lastly is i think super important mostly if you want to scale is have good maintenance people that can make repairs for you instead of for example having to call a plumber for something silly or an electrician for something silly because guess what those guys that are in the trades they're going to charge you I don't know anywhere from 100 to 150 bucks just to come look at it if you have a plumber you can or a maintenance person right a handyman you can pay them a fraction of that cost to fix that right so You're in the business of renting your house and getting it repaired, not saying cheaply, but the most cost-effective way. And that's always the most cost-effective way. When you have to call a plumber at a crazy time or during the holidays or whatever, that's when you're going to be paying way, 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 way more. So make sure you have maintenance people, handymen, or whatever you end up kind of doing with that to make sure that you're not paying exorbitant fees for emergency calls to random companies that you've never worked before with that was some backward words but anyway hopefully that helped that's like the top 10 things i would say to not mess up a rental house there's probably a million more but those are just the first 10 that came to mind so if you have any questions drop a comment below and if I'll probably make some more videos on each one of those, because I think each one of those could probably use their own video. So like I said, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out, drop a comment below, and I'll be glad to help. Have a good one, and I'll see you on the next one. Hey, thank you for listening to the Success Trajectory Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends about us. For more content, you can follow me on Instagram at Real and everywhere else, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube, T.O. Bogdan. Thanks again, and I'll see you on the next one.